Hello there, my dears, and thank you for coming back to join at Lesson 198. Only my condemnation injures me. Sounds suspiciously like it only can be myself I crucify. <laughs> you see, they're relentless in the message. Injury is impossible. And yet, in the hallucination, we keep making up more and more illusions about how it is. If you can condemn, you can be injured. For you have believed that you can injure, and the right you have established for yourself can now be used against you, until you lay it down as valueless, unwanted, and unreal. Then does illusion cease to have effects, and those it seemed to have, seemed is the right word, will just be undone. They're just not there anymore. Then you are free, for freedom is your gift, and you can now receive the gift that you give. You stop condemning. You basically say to people, you are innocent. You are not guilty. After all, you are free. So if you condemn, you are made a prisoner. Forgive. Stop the judging. Stop making other people wrong and you are freed. Such is the law that rules perception. Is this about a million times you've heard this? It's because it's so important. It's not a law that knowledge understands, for freedom is a part of knowledge. The Course makes a distinction between perception, which is what we engage in, we see different things with our sensory apparatus, and knowledge, which is beyond where the Course is since we are at a remedial stage. And that has something to do with the formless. So to condemn is thus impossible in truth, in knowledge. What appears to be its influence and its effects haven't occurred at all. We are dreaming this up. Nothing in reality is affected at all. And then this is important. Yet must we deal with them a while as if they had, as if effects have occurred. Illusion makes illusion except one, forgiveness, stopping making other people guilty, is an illusion that is the answer to the rest. It's the buck stops here. Forgiveness sweeps all other dreams away, and though it is itself a dream, it breeds no others. All illusions except this one multiply a thousandfold over attack, defense, attack, defense, victims, villains, and so on. But this is where illusions end. Forgiveness is the end of dreams because it's a dream of waking. It's not yet itself the truth, but it points to where the truth must be, and it gives direction with the certainty of love itself. It is a dream because we are in a dream, in a hallucinating state, but it's the dream where we awaken to ourself and to our source, knowing they are one. So forgiveness is the only road. You see how the Course is very black and white, all or nothing? It doesn't say it's the best road. It says, listen everybody, letting go of making yourself and other people guilty is the only road that leads out of disaster, past all suffering, and finally away from death. How could there be another way when this one is the plan of love itself? And why would you oppose it, quarrel with it, seek to find a thousand ways in which it must be wrong, a thousand other possibilities, you can see how in love we are with guilt and with deciding it's the other person that's guilty. So don't you think it's wiser to be glad 
that you hold the answer to your problems right here in your hand? Don't you think it's more intelligent to thank the one who gives salvation and just accept this gift with gratitude? And is it not a kindness to yourself to hear his voice, to hear your intuition and learn the simple lessons he would teach instead of trying to dismiss his words and substitute your own in place of his, which is, nope, that other person is the problem and I'm going to condemn them and I'm somehow, I hope that's going to work. Well, it never does. His words will work. His words will save. His words contain all hope, all blessing, all joy that ever can be found upon this earth. His words are born in love and come to you with heaven's love upon them. Those who hear these words have heard the song of heaven. Stop pretending like anybody's guilty. For these are the words in which all merge as one at last. That's not quite correct. It's like oneness is already present. It's really more we become aware of. And so it feels like this is merging. It's really a recognition. And as this one will fade away, the word of God will come to take its place. For it will be remembered then and loved. This world has many seeming haunts where mercy has no meaning. An attack appears as justified because all you're seeing is what's happening at the effect level. You don't see what's happening underneath. And yet they're all one. A place where death is offered to God's Son and to his Father. Now you might think they've accepted, but if you look again upon the place where you beheld their blood where you thought you ruined creation, you will perceive a miracle instead. You will see love instead. How foolish to believe that anything real can die. How foolish to believe you can attack and anything in reality can be affected by it. How mad, how insane to think that you could be condemned and that the holy all of creation can die. The stillness of yourself remains unmoved and untouched by thoughts like these and unaware of any condemnation that could possibly need forgiveness. Dreams of any kind are strange and alien to the truth. In other words, the truth just doesn't get involved with hallucinations. And what but truth could have a thought that's going to build this bridge that's going to bring illusions to the other side. In other words, it's going to help us wake up. So today we practice letting freedom come to make its home with you. The truth bestows these words upon your mind that you can find the key to light, understanding, and let this darkness end. Only my condemnation injures me and only my own forgiveness, only my own relinquishing my love affair with guilt sets me free. So do not forget today that there can be no form of suffering that fails to hide an unforgiving thought, a guilt-ridden thought. And yet there can be no form of pain that forgiveness, letting go of guilt, can't heal. There's nothing equivocal about this at all. This is very clear, precise, all or nothing, not a bunch of things to choose between. 
So just accept the one illusion that proclaims there is no condemnation in God's Son. That one illusion, of course, is the idea of forgiveness and heaven is remembered instantly. The world forgotten and all its weird beliefs forgotten with it as the face of Christ, as the truth appears unveiled at last in this dream. In other words, in our hallucination is getting cleaner and cleaner and clearer and more light-filled and more loving and more and more and more like the truth. This is the gift the Holy Spirit holds for you from God your Father. So let today be celebrated both on earth where we think we are, and in your holy home, in your mind as well. And be kind to both Father and Son. As you forgive the trespasses you thought them guilty of, you insisted on seeing them guilty of, and see your innocence shining upon you from the face of Christ, from everything. Everything will reflect back to you your innocence and your holiness. Now is there silence all around the world. Now is there stillness where before there was a frantic rush of thoughts that made no sense. Now is there tranquil light across the face of earth made quiet in a dreamless sleep and now the word of God alone remains upon it. Love is here. Only that can be perceived an instant longer. Then are the symbols done? Everything you ever thought you made completely vanished from the mind that God forever knows to be his only son. In other words, all the pain, all the hurt, all the confusion, all the distress. There is no condemnation here in anybody. Everybody is perfect in his or her holiness. No one needs thoughts of mercy. Who could give him gifts when everything is his, hers? And who could dream of offering forgiveness to the son of sinlessness itself? So like to him whose son he is, that to behold the son is to perceive no more, and only know the father, to move from perception of separate things, light-filled though they may be, and only know the oneness of love itself. In this vision of the sun, so brief that not an instant stands between this single sight and timelessness itself, you see the vision of yourself, and then you disappear forever into the heart of God. Now, don't let the word about disappearing make you think you cease to be. It's just that you've lost interest in the world of condemnation, of pain, of hurt, of death. So today, we're going to come still nearer to the end of everything that would stand between this vision, this amazing, light-filled vision, and our sight, our ability to apprehend it. And we're glad that we have come this far and recognize that he who brought us here will not forsake us now, for he would give to us the gift that God has given us through him today. Now is the time for your deliverance. The time has come. The time has come today. Let go of all guilt. You are not guilty. No one else is guilty. If you're not guilty, you don't need to have villains out there. You don't need to make them be the bad ones so that you can be the good one. Everybody is already the brilliantly 
perfect ones. Have a beautiful practice today. Keep remembering no one's guilty and watch how your day shines. I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Goodbye.